Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, here we are, week four, uh, day four of this message series out of Romans, and I'm going to tie it up today, being this is my last day on, then you can tune, tune in and listen tomorrow to Pastor Gary on relationships. And speaking of that, we have put together a retreat in Caldwell at a Best Western in January for couples that Pastor Gary sharing a four-part seminar to. Well, I've opened that up thinking, well, we have three months to get registrations. We had room for 40 couples. Guess what? Within three weeks, it sold out, and now I have a list of 45. I talked to the motel to see if it'd work, and so now I got 45 couples. People responded so fast to relationships, and Gary certainly does a wonderful job with that. So for some of you that I kind of put the apple out there about a month ago, sorry, it's, uh, it's full. And maybe if there's an interest uh, down the line, we can do one and open it up to the public in a greater fashion. But I'm, I'm looking forward to that time. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for these listeners. Thank you for their faithfulness, their diligence in serving you. Thankful for those every single day that tune in to this show. God, thank you. And I pray you'd bless their lives. Watch over them. Take care of their needs. We love you. We give you praise and thanks. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Well, folks, unfortunately, we seemingly live in a judgmental world. If people don't think like us or they don't act like us, we think something is wrong with them instead of looking in the mirror and wondering about ourselves. You've been around people like that. They are always right. Everything is according to them, and we have no input at all. Well, I'm telling you something. We need to love people no matter who they are, no matter what they portray. Now, it's not, I don't say you have to spend time with them. I don't say they have to be your best friend, but we're certainly to love them and forgive them. Learn to accept one another, faults and all. I know you don't like admitting it, but we all have faults, every single one of us. There are areas we can all work on, but the good news is we are forgiven and we are heaven bound. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of our sins and walking with us and leading us. Well, Romans 12, chat, verse uh, 14 through 18, I want to share that with you today as the main passage. It said, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Paul, again, lays out a formula for the listeners in how to treat people. If you want to know how to treat people, read the Word of God and find out what these inspired people of God share. The power of influence is realized through our actions and our responses. Paul said, bless those that persecute you. Bless and do not curse. People, we have all been persecuted. I have been persecuted. I've had people say things about me. You've had people say things about you. They're not always good. I'd like to think that everybody speaks well of 
uh, us and of me. I'd love to think that, but there's times you've stepped on someone's toes. There's times I not meaningfully stepped on someone's toes. There's times I've had to show tough love to people and make decisions that were not easy decisions. And people say, well, you must not be right if you make that kind of decision. Hey, I'm telling you what, Jesus got angry at the temple. He turned over the table, and he was, he was not happy. He got angry with the Pharisees and Sadducees when he said, woe to you. You remember the woe to you chapter in Matthew? He was not a happy camper. You know, there's times in life that we have to be straight, straightforward. That doesn't mean that, we're, that we are judging the other person, but we have to stand up for what is right. We have a world that is collapsing all around us and giving in to sin all around us. And people justify it all over the place. It is amazing to me how people justify sin, what the Bible calls sin, and we say it's okay. Folks, it is not okay. Immorality is not okay. Read the Word of God. Read Thessalonians. Read all through the passage of what life is. Drunkenness is not okay. Lying and stealing is not okay. Coveting your neighbor's wife or husband is not okay. It is sin in the eyes of God. We've got to understand that and stop justifying those things that are wrong. You know, and sometimes we think in our lives that uh, we have we people have something to rejoice about, and we just say, "Oh man, they just always good things happen to them." Stop saying that. Rejoice with them instead of saying, "Oh, they're so lucky; they get all of life's blessings." Let's not feel sorry for ourselves, but let's encourage our brothers and sisters and share in the joy that comes their way. He also said to associate with everyone. So in other words, don't look at someone's material status. Oh, they have no money. They're poor. They're broke. They're not my type of person. Folks, the Bible says we were lost, but because of Jesus we are found. We were blind, but because of Jesus, we see. See the needs in people's lives. If you see somebody hungry, feed them. If you see somebody needs encouragement, encourage them. If you see somebody that is just struggling emotionally in their life, pray with them. I wish we'd have more people pray. I wish our, at the end of the services, we have services, and I have people come up after the service, a few. I wished. Multitudes of people would ask for prayer, that they would not be ashamed to ask for prayer. You know, people, they're in a box. They just, they're afraid people will think bad of them, that they think that people think they're deep in sin. Stop worrying what people think. Start asking and praying and getting your friends, your neighbors, your pastors to pray for you. We've got to be people of prayer. You know, and God has called us to love the unlovely. I've told you over the years about a man named Jess that lived on an alley in Caldwell behind our parents' house that he lived in a place, I'm telling you, I don't think it was 300 square feet, and it was unbelievably, it was a mess. He had no money. He wore a white T-shirt that has tobacco stained uh, down it. He only had two teeth, and he, he was a mess. And we brought him into our house, and my parents fed him almost every Sunday. And I want to tell you something. Eventually, I think he was age 60-something, gave his life to Jesus Christ. And he tried to clean up the best he could. We would have him at Thanksgiving and at Christmas. And I'm telling you, the greatest joy 
that I've ever had was spending time with good old Jess. We called him good old Jess. And we'd go over. I'd watch his place when uh, he it was in the hospital and have to feed his dog and all sorts of different things. But, you know, Jess to the world is unlovely. In fact, I had some relatives that said, well, you guys can come over for Christmas, but don't bring that dirty man. And I thought to myself, oh, my, I, I was crushed. I was 18 years old at the time. I was just crushed at that attitude. And I think I want to be crushed by that attitude. I'd never want to have that attitude. The Bible says don't judge. Don't let material status uh, dictate. You love people. You love them with all your heart. You know, there's not a one of us, and then he talks about conflict. There's not a one of us in our lives enjoys conflict, I don't think. I, and people that know me, they know that I try to run from conflict at every point. I have been very fortunate. I pastor a church that God has blessed over the many years. You know, I've been pastoring this church almost 31 years. Every year we have a budget meeting for the whole church, all those that are members of the church. And being a member of our church is if you've accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and if you've served or lived, uh, been a part of the church for six months, you're a voting member. And they come, and we don't have a lot of them, but they come to our business meeting where we vote on a budget. And our budget's fairly good size. I think it's a million two this year. It's a decent-sized budget, I think. And they vote on it. In 31 years, I have had two no votes to the budget. Two. That, folks, is remarkable. I'm telling you why. Because people see what's going on, and they're not about conflict, they're about furthering the kingdom, and God has blessed us immensely, immensely. And I know some people are saying, well, you have some problems, you don't have that many people that are opposed. Well, I can tell you this, God has blessed us, you know, uh, incredibly, I won't get into the statistics, but it's God's hand, and my brothers, both pastor, they always said, we just can't believe how your church operates. We can't believe how much harmony there is. And I can tell you this, much will be accomplished when you live in harmony with another, one another. Paul wanted people to be the light of the world, to live, to show, and to love people in Jesus' name. People, wherever you're at, I'm so glad you're involved in good Bible-teaching churches around the Treasure Valley, and be deeply involved in your church. Help your pastors. We desperately need help and people to step up to the plate. I have a man, his name is Tom, and he, he runs a, a woodcutting ministry for us. We, we have somebody donates trees, and, and he has a bunch of team of men that cuts the trees, and we, and we sell cords of wood for a donation, really good wood. They've sold over 22 cords in the last two or three months. All that money goes for missions, for missions. But they step up to the plate, and they say, I want to do something for the kingdom of God. People of God, we need to uh, have harmony, we need to have understanding, and we need to be about the Lord's business. What can we do to touch someone else's life? So in closing of this series, of this, not this, this sermon of in the series that I've spoke all week long, be full of zeal, be joyful, be faithful in prayer, and bless people even though at times you feel slighted. Bless them anyway. Be hospitable towards each other. Do them something special for someone. And as you're listening today, do something special for someone this day. May they see Jesus in you. 
And don't expect praise for it. Just do it because you love Jesus so much. God will use it for his glory. I'm so glad you listened. I pray your week is fabulous. Have a great one. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.